0: Hi, I'm Jess Hill, co-founder of e-commerce Empowerment. And today I wanted to talk about retail arbitrage. Retail arbitrage is a great way to get started on Amazon. Retail arbitrage is the act of procuring inventory from retail stores near you and selling them online specifically on Amazon. So today I'm going to share some slides with you and let you know what retail arbitrage is and how you can get started. I have specifically been a retail arbitrage seller since 2015 on Amazon full time since 2016 and I shop at stores like Walgreens, Walmart, Target, Kohl's, Macy's, all of the stores around me to get inventory for my Amazon business. So let's go ahead and get started. So. Like I said, my name is Jess Hill. I am a co founder of e commerce empowerment. My business partner, Gabriella Lilly, is in the picture with me. So, our passion is to serve, to guide, and to inspire you to become a successful e commerce seller. We have both been selling on e commerce sites for a very long time, for decades. And we know that you too can create the life that you deserve. So retail arbitrage is the art of purchasing saleable goods at retail stores and reselling them on e-commerce sites. So we'll talk about retail arbitrage. We'll talk about stores, ranking, prepping, and other hot topics. All right, so like I mentioned earlier, some of the stores that you can explore are just right here in your neighborhood. So Walmart, Target, Kohl's, Macy's, JC Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Dick's Sporting Goods, Home Depot, Lowe's, Academy Sports, Belk, Home Goods, Ulta, Kmart, local grocery stores, and international grocers. So I will plan my route where I want to procure my inventory with the stores near me. So I am My closest store is Walgreens. So I mastered that store first. So when I'm talking to my mentoring clients, I always tell them, start with one. Start with one business model, one platform, and then one source. So whatever that closest store. So for me, I have Walgreens, I have Walmart, I have Kohl's, Target, and Dollar General and Dollar Tree. Those are all very close within just a few miles of my house. And don't forget your grocery stores because they run sales on various items. And especially if you live in a metropolis at those international grocery stores where you know people that are not living in a metropolis, they crave those foods, so they'll buy them online. So the first thing that you're gonna to wanna to do is master that first store. And what does that mean? Um, so store mastery is you're going to start Scanning or start looking up different items within that closest store because you want the store that's closest to you or most plentiful. So, like I said, Walgreens, we have a ton of Walgreens here in St. Louis. Um, It's also the closest store to me, and you're going to need to look up items in every single aisle. So, as we talk through retail arbitrage, one of the things we're gonna talk about is scanning. So think about it as a college course. You have to put in the data driving information gathering to become an expert, right? So scanning and title searching your items at these stores is going to help you become successful. So the more you scan, the more you will learn. So scanning is what you're gonna do for a long, 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 long time. I always say if you, um, how many things did you scan? And they say, oh, about a hundred. I say, okay, scan a thousand things. And you can start with the items in your house just to get that knowledge base. But then once you go out to that first store, you're gonna scan everything that you can. So top selling categories, grocery, toys, health and beauty. Oops, sorry about that, health and beauty, books, media, clothing, and in that order. So grocery is kind of like the fast food. It sells quickly. The, the velocity of the sales in the grocery category is much quicker than clothing, right? So people are buying deodorant all the time. They're buying uh, their, their pantry items, their pastas, their soups, that kind of stuff. They're buying it. Uh, the velocity is much quicker, but then the clothing, it sells slower, but with a higher return on So You have to think about that when you are starting your new business. So these are some of the basic thresholds. If you're like, all right, Jess, what are you going to be targeting with respect to return on investment and profit? Okay, so I want to have a minimum return on investment of 30%. Obviously, if it's more, then that's great. I would love it. Um, but I will say no to anything that's under 30% return on investment. For the rank, when you're looking at uh, the seller app, or if, you, if you're using Scoutify or a paid app, then you're gonna need to read Keepa. So Keepa is your data driving software. Keepa has all of the information for the listings on Amazon. With regard to the sales rank history, the pricing history, number of sellers, and so on and so forth. We're, we're gonna go through that a little bit later. Um, so, and I wanna have a minimum of a $5 profit. Now, of course, in grocery, I might pull that profit down to 2 or $3 because maybe it's only a dollar product. I'm still making a really great return on investment. Um, and for clothing, for shoes, that might take a little bit longer, I might want a $10 minimum. But these are some basic thresholds that you can uh, you know, put in your memory bank and, and look for. You should always consult Keepa for your buying decisions. These are just basic thresholds. So your business model might vary, Always, always, always check Keepa. So now we're talking about BSR, Best Seller Rank. So that's shown on the items in the Amazon catalog. And it's kind of like a golf score. So the lower the rank, the better the score. That means that velocity of that product is faster and faster, right? So if you have something in 1000 level, then that's really, really fast, no matter what category it is. Um, I typically like to stay under 250,000 K rank, but there's always Considerations. Okay. So take into consideration if the item has been out of stock, the rank will go back up, but then you need to check keeper for the sales history and rank history. So we're definitely talking about seasonal products here or just things that have been out of stock. If you would be the only FBA seller, fulfillment by Amazon seller, then the rank may improve also check Keepa for historical data when there were FBA sellers on the listing. So I'm just gonna keep telling you to check Keepa. Keepa is your data driving software. Seasonal items, rank will typically tank after all is sold out, right? Um, so if it's a Christmas item, it's gonna, the rank is gonna start tanking in January, February when it's sold out. But then that's why you look at Keepa all the way back to the last season. So Christmas, we have uh, Valentine's day, we have Easter candy. Uh, we have St. Patrick's Day. We have, you know, sunscreen. That's kind of like a seasonal product. It sells all year, but in the hype of the summer, obviously, it sells even better. Um, so you want to check that seasonality of the item, um, and you want to look at the life of the product on KePA. You're going to expand that graph. you got to get the, the paid KePA. That's going to help you make those data-driven decisions. So now you're like, all right, Jess, I got my account set up. I'm going to go to my nearest store, but now I'm looking at all the stuff and I am, I am gated. I am not approved to sell it. So what I do, I made a Google sheet um, and it, it helps me. I can, I can do Google sheets on my phone. I can look at the brand um, and the, the category and see, okay, was I approved? So within your seller account, you can go to catalog and look at your applications, but that's kind of hard and clunky to do while you're on the go. So what I did is I created a Google sheet and I'll show you a picture of it in the next slide. And I will go in, like I'll go in at night and I'll just start entering while I'm watching TV or whatever. I'll start entering brands and different products in and start getting those approvals and I'll track them on my Google sheet. And then that way I can just bring my Google sheet up. Okay. Okay boom, I need to scan these these 10 things. Um, so I'll go to the store's website and start in the category and make a list of brands in that category. I'll go into seller central, put in the brand into list a new product, add a product, and I will try to get approval. And then you'll scroll down if you're able to sell that brand or if you can ask for approval. So this is what I have created. So in my, in my Google Sheet, I have the brand, if I'm approved or restricted, the category and where I want to buy it, right? Let's say I have found Godiva chocolates at Walgreens, Dollar Tree, Walmart, and Target. So I know that when Godiva chocolate is on sale or you know, when right before Valentine's Day or right before Christmas, I'm gonna start checking to see when that Godiva gets in into the store and start looking it up to see what is profitable. So your actual approvals will be tracked in Amazon But it's kind of clunky. You have to go through your browser on your phone and try to find it. So, if you're using Inventory Lab, Inventory Lab is our data driven uh, software for our inventory management. Once you get your inventory loaded in Inventory Lab, you can base your buying decisions from the reports within Inventory Lab. So, Inventory Lab has a lot of great reports that you can use for seeing, okay, last, last Christmas, what, what Godiva brands or what Godiva ASINs did I sell? Try to go get those again in store when they're, when they're in the store. So once you're acquainted with your brand list and you've started scanning in the stores, you can start navigating to the clearance. So for me, one of the big ones is Kohl's. I like to buy the Kohl's bras and undergarments and pants and shirts and ties and button up shirts. And I'm only going to buy those when they're on clearance. Um, You're going to want to learn the sales cycles of your stores. Um, What is on sale on what week? So I used to be an extreme couponer. If you have any experience with couponing, you'll know that there are every six or eight weeks, there are similar sales. Like at Walgreens, they'll have the buy one, get one vitamins or the buy one, get one 50% off. And that'll come back around in about six or eight weeks. So you got to start learning those sales cycles and capitalize on those cycles so that you can increase your return on investment. Go to your local grocery stores and scan items that are in their sales cycle. And typically, if you find something, let's say it's two for five and it's profitable, but the next week it is now uh, $2.99. Well, you can ask if you're going to be buying a a case pack of something, that manager, if they'll give you that reduced price that you bought last, last week. Um, Because they really do want to get things moved. And especially the local stores, at least from my experience, you can create those relationships with managers and they'll actually buy those cases for you. you can order cases through them because that just helps their bottom line. Okay, so make sure that while you're sourcing you're creating relationships. Um, when you're scanning, don't leave out any category. You may not eat gluten-free, but specialty foods have been a big money maker on Amazon. Um, since people need that diet, but don't have access to it locally, or they just really like the convenience of Amazon, same goes for any diet food or international food. So paleo diet, keto diet, gluten-free, dairy-free, all of that has sold very, very well for me specifically. I do sell a lot of grocery. Once you've mastered one store, then you go to the next and you do it again. Um, So you take note of your clearance days by making relationships with the cashiers and management. Um, You can ask for discounts when you're buying in bulk. So if I'm going to be spending over $500 at a store, I will create a relationship with those managers and ask if I can get 10, 15% off. And sometimes it works. Um, I'm friends with a lot of managers here in St. Louis, and I even have two people that will text me when... My either my replens are back in stock or they have marked things down. That's specific to Kohl's. I have a friend that works there. She's my friend because she was the cashier. I came in enough times. We had a, started a relationship like talking and friends. And then now she'll text me, Hey, Jess, the woman's active wearing has been marked off. And I'm like, Sweet. You know, so now I'll go in there and grab those discounts. So then a, a lot of in our groups, a lot of times I'll talk about, I'll put like hashtag deal stack. And one of the things um, I do is I'll stack the deal. So you can see that coupling those savings to increase your return on investment. So perhaps you have a Kohl's card. You can get a 30% off Kohl's coupon. Then you can find the sale. Like when the sale comes around, $10 $10 back Kohl's cash for every $50 spent and then you can put just $1 on your Coles card and then take advantage of the savings and put it on your cashback or points back card of your choice. Or you can even couple that with a discounted gift card from one of the many discounted gift card sites like Raise or Card Cash. And that will help increase your return on investment. So that's how I uh, manage those coupling of savings. So I can really expand the, the money that I'm putting into my business. So now you're like, all right, Jess, I've went to a few stores, I'm feeling really good. I've, I've procured some inventory. How, how do I know when I can buy 10 or 20 of something? Um, so if you're a brand new seller, I always say go wide, not deep. And what that means is buy a lot of different items in different categories, in different brands so you can learn. Don't buy just 10 of one item because you know, you need to learn the more you can buy, the more you can learn. So finding items that have a really great rank, the top one to 3% of a category, a great return on investment should be your focus. Don't put any emotional attachment to your products. I personally will sell anything that makes a profit regardless if I have experience or not, right? I don't have cats, but I will definitely buy cat related products and I will sell them as long as they're profitable. Make sure that you're setting your thresholds and try to stick to them. So if your return on investment threshold is 30%, don't buy something that's 20%. Like you need to be tight with that so that you can become successful. Learn a lot of SKUs, but as you learn, hone in on the best ranked and best return on investment items. So like I said, go wide, not deep at first until you're confident in your purchases check all of the listings. So if we're talking about Godiva chocolate and we have like a, a dark chocolate um, you know, gift bag, I'm going to not just scan the barcode, I'm going to type it in. I'm going to say Godiva dark chocolate four ounce or whatever the ounces is, make sure you're putting in that, um, the quantity, the weight or, or quantity because uh, then you'll get better results. And I'm gonna type that right into the Amazon seller app, right? I'm just going to type it in or you can even use talk to text if if your talk to text works really good. Um, Because the reason, take note of this, this this is a very good thing to start doing, especially if you're a new seller because everybody can scan the barcode, everybody. You want to find the hidden listings. So you might find a single, that's fine, But now I want to find the two pack, the three pack, the four pack, the six pack. I want to find those hidden listings so that I can get on the listings that there's less sellers and potentially more profit, right? So if for this example, for a deodorant, there there might be five listings available, a single, two, three, four, and six. I would go ahead and test all five configurations if I had the capital to do so. And then I'll go and see which one sells best. I might not wanna be on the single even though it sells 100 a month because the profitability might only be 10% return on investment, but if the four pack sells 20 a month and the return on investment is more like 70 or 80%, then I'm gonna target that listing. So you gotta think about that. Be smart about those listings and the, the profitability and also do that Title search, I could keep up in title searching if you take anything away from this. Tools for scanning. So you will need a smartphone um, with the Amazon seller app installed and you'll need to log into your seller account. Um, for the times when you're going to be scanning for a long time, you're gonna be looking at products for many, many hours, an external battery can be helpful. Um, a Bluetooth hand scanner can be helpful as well. You do not have to have these two things. Um, what I do when I'm scanning clothes, specifically if I'm in a long, you know, in in Kohl's and I have a long way to go with all these bras, I'm going to have my phone in one in one hand. Actually, it's all in one hand. So I have my 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 cell phone and then I have my scanner and then I'm using my right hand to move through all of the rack of clothing. So you might want to have a Bluetooth hand scanner. The ioyo is pretty cheap. I think it's like $30 on Amazon. There are many apps that you can look into when scanning. So Scoutify comes with Inventory Lab. I like Scoutify because I can put in the products that I'm buying and put them in a buy list. Then I can export the buy list and import it into Inventory Lab for my batch. Um, There's a bunch of other ones like ScanPower, FBA Scan, Profit Bandit. Just pick one and see if it works for you, if you like the interface um, and how it shows you the profitability. Make sure you're learning those various tools and see which one is the best fit for your business. All right, once you've found items that you're able to sell and ensure your seller account is configured correct- correctly, I always add about 50 cents shipping for my FBA items because I'm going to have to ship it to the FBA warehouses um, since it will cost to ship your items there. And then for merchant fulfilled, I either have a minimum of 4 dollars or if I'm you know, selling larger items, I'm going to add that shipping cost into my calculator. So make sure that you're adding the shipping cost, whichever shipping model you are going to do for your business. Purchasing thresholds. So um, check keepa. (laughs) At the end of the day, look at keepa. So for grocery, I really like 50k rank. But of course i I'll sell all the way up to 250 K, um, just depends on what Keepa is saying. I need to have a 30% return on investment. Your business model may vary. Um, all other categories, check Keepa. I really like to stick with a 70% return on investment for all other categories, but of course your business model may vary. Um, I will fluctuate a little bit with toys, especially in Q4 because they, they just fly off the shelves. Um, so if you're, when you're deciphering the rank, if there are no sellers and the rank is a bad, check keep up. If there is a good history of sales, but then the item is out of stock, then I would like to do a test buy of two to five of the item um, and see how it goes, right? So a test buy is when you're unsure of the item, but the return on investment is really good. So you might want to do a test buy of a couple, you know, two to five items. And then once you sell those, you can... Make the decision to replenish them, to go and rebuy them. Make sure that you are checking the listing on Amazon. Check for multi-packs because sometimes it's listed in the description and not the title. So due diligence is key. So if something looks really, really, really profitable, like three, percent 400%, you better check that listing. And you can do that on the regular Amazon.com app um, while you're in store. Just make sure you just click through, look at the the keyword or the title, the the description and then the bullet points and make sure it doesn't say two pack, three pack, four pack, because that might be why it's so profitable as a single. You might just make sure you do your due diligence. Coupons and store rewards. So previously we had talked about the deal stacking scenarios. So this is kind of where that that coupling of savings, those leveraging the store rewards and increasing your return on investment you can use sunday paper coupons you can absolutely use coupons um you can couple them with store rewards to increase your return on investment um join the store rewards program so schnooks is my grocery store i will source there for all the time and then i actually take my rewards and i just use them for my growing family we have four kids so I'll use my rewards personal. That's fine. I had like $84 for Thanksgiving. That's like an entire meal. Um, so, so think about that either personal or you can roll it back into your business. Walgreens rewards program, CVS rewards program, world market, Kohl's, Big Lots, Target, just join them. If you're going to be leveraging for, uh, Amazon selling, because you can return, you can get those coupons and the store rewards. Rebate websites and discount gift cards. So, there are several rebate websites and cash back websites that can help you increase your return on investment. So, Rakuten, Be Frugal. I bought a top cash back, my points coupon cactus. Um, you can log into Ebates or Rakuten, search for a raise.com gift card, get 1% back, go over there, buy the discounted gift card, for example, 2% off Kohl's. Now you've saved 3%. And then you can go and take that discounted gift card and couple it with some Kohl's uh, Kohl's discounts, right? So the $10 back on 50, maybe you have a coupon, a 30% off coupon, something like that. Couple the discounted gift cards with store rewards and cash back or points back credit cards. Always sign up for the store rewards. Check your emails before you go and maybe even sign up for those text alerts from your favorite stores when they run promotions like Target. They'll have those buy certain items and then get, get a gift card back. So you can use that gift card personal, or you can use it to roll it back into your business to be more profitable. So when you're looking at those clearance stickers, you might want to say, well, I wonder what this all means, right? So for Target specifically in the top corner, they will it'll actually calculate for you what that percentage off is. In Walmart, they have a little date right in the middle. So if that date is, longer than six months, then that's likely not the price. It's likely even cheaper. So think about that when you are looking at those clearance stickers at various stores. So maybe you're like, all right, Jess, I've scanned a thousand items and I'm still not finding anything. So now I want you to move away from the clearance aisle, get out of there because those are not replenishable. Those are leftovers. There might be a lot of people on those. So go over to all the rest of the different departments, I'm thinking specifically about Walmart, go into home, go into office, go into arts and crafts, and start doing that, what I call title search. Title search is really, 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 really a good way. Um, don't just scam at UPC, everybody else is out there too. There's tons of stuff at Walmart, even though there's thousands of Amazon sellers. Choose a store that's plentiful near you when you find the replans, Um Keep going with the replen. scan everything in every aisle. You need to scan a lot of items. Don't ask a bunch of questions in the group until you've scanned a thousand items. A thousand items, that's a really good goal. Um, Go wide, not deep. Like I said, create a goal to find 10 new SKUs a week and send it to Amazon. Put in the title, Don't just scan. Scan outside of your comfort zone. Pick categories that you're not familiar with. So if you're a brand new seller, office, pet, Um, Arts and crafts, books, bras, underwear, socks, those all sell really well on Amazon. And a lot of them you will be open to sell. So just keep scanning. Once you find some good leads, try to find it at a different store. So if I'm gonna find this baking mix at Walmart, guess what? I'm gonna go over to Schnucks, my local grocery store and see if they have it for cheaper. Or I'm gonna create that relationship with that manager and see if I can buy it for cheaper for a case pack, right? Restrictions. So always, 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 always apply for auto-approval. You can do this with the Scatify app quickly or through the internet with Seller Central on your browser. Before you go sourcing, make sure you are asking for approvals for brands on their websites through Seller Central. I call this homework. You can do it from your pajamas. Make sure you're looking at the store brands or generics as well. There are many listings from store brands like Mainstay at Walmart, um, Walgreens, Equate. Look at all, all of it. Seriously, scan all of it and look it all up sourcing always be sourcing think outside the box at local stores that are not changed you might be surprised where local stores can help you profit think about like so we have emo's pizza here in st louis and they have this really delicious um they're they're Salad dressing is really good. It's really sweet. And they don't sell it anywhere else because it is only local to St. Louis. Well, I can sell that on Amazon all day long. So people that have either visited or used to live here can get that delicious salad dressing right from Amazon. They don't have to come all the way back to St. Louis to get it. So think about that. What do you have locally that's on Amazon that you could source? Always make connections, create those relationships with the store managers and cashiers so they can tell you when they'll be clearancing things out. Check your expiration dates. Grocery and beauty items, they need to be at least 90 days. I like to do 180 days. You will get error codes if it's not within the thresholds for Amazon. Some days you won't find anything, and some days you'll find lots and lots of stuff. This is hard work. You will find your groove. Capitalize on those seasonal items with large return on investment, and then keep growing your replenishable items for that baseline of your business. Ask employees if there is more in the back, especially during seasonal times. Call ahead about inventory levels and ensure that you are not traveling somewhere. I had one thing that I sell every Christmas and I will call that store. There's seven of those stores in St. Louis and make sure that they have enough or that I'm not gonna drive 40 minutes for nothing. And then I have enough room in my van. Take note of the sold out items in your store. Call other stores to find them and have the employees hold them for you. In many stores, there will be overstock inventory on the top shelves. Don't forget to look there, especially for hot seasonal toys. Build relationships with your cashiers and managers. Ask if they can do a special order of replenishable items for you. Always, always, always bring your tax exempt form to reduce your costs by not paying sales tax source during non-busy times. If the store is busy and you would like to do multiple transactions, always step aside when other customers come to the checkout. Politeness goes a long way. And always ask if they have inventory in the back because you never know they might have inventory in the back. So we talked about Keepa in previous slides. And so let's talk about it. So Keepa is very important for your business. It tracks the products on Amazon Marketplace across the globe and populates the data regarding those ASINs. The data in Keepa can be used to make your buying decisions and there is no other software like it. So I encourage you to get Keepa, get the paid version because it's a a business write-off, right? It's a software and it's going to give you the data so you can make good buying decisions. It's totally worth it. So in this, it's kind of hard to see, oops, Um, but you will see if Amazon is on the listing, they're gonna have this yellow bar. So this yellow bar shows when Amazon is in stock. When when the yellow bar is not available, that means Amazon is out of stock. If there is no yellow bar, then Amazon's not on the listing, that's great. And then you want to expand and learn the statistics and you all the way over on the right-hand side, um, where it says all 837 days, click on that so you can get the life of the product, especially when it is a seasonal product. So I want you to go in and just start looking things up on Keepa, start reading it and getting familiar with it. Okay, now you're like, all right, Jess, I went to my several stores, I've got 10 items, now I I need to prep it, I need to put it in a box, I need to send it to FBA. So these are some of the items that you might want to get for the prepping of your shipments to FBA. So 30 up labels, you can get these at um, Staples or Office Max or Walmart, every um, 30 up labels. Um, two by one labels, that's for the label that you're gonna be putting on the product. Either you're going to put it over the UPC code or on the poly bag. Four by six labels for printing sh- the shipping. So you can, if you don't have uh, the four by six, you can print it on paper and then you can tape it to your box. I, you know, I've been selling for almost six years, so I have thermal printers. Sold as a set and do not separate. So if you're gonna be selling multi-packs and bundles, you will want those stickers as well. Sold as a set and do not separate. If you have a laser printer, you can use that one until you have the funds to invest in the thermal printer my thermal printers, I have four. They're from eBay. They're refurbished uh, Zebra 450s. Um, they were less than $130. So think about that. Thermal printers do not require ink. So they, they if you're gonna be selling a lot, they are totally worth it. Um, if you if you have a laser printer, you're gonna need ink as necessary. Um, I, I let you know that the Solutions Gem is where I bought mine. Poly bags with a suffocation warning. If it has a bigger than a three inch, Opening, you need that suffocation warning. You can create the suffocation warning on your labels if you purchase poly bags in error that don't have the warning on them. Um, I like to get for new sellers um, varying sizes, so many different sizes of poly bags, and then Scotty peelers for removing clearance stickers. So don't use your nail like I did for the first three months. Um, Get those Scotty peelers. They have the metal and they have the plastic, and those will help you remove those clearance stickers. Lighter fluid, you can soak your clearance sticker in this for about a minute and the stickers come right off. Don't worry, it will, it will evaporate in just a few minutes. So it's not a hazmat, uh, it's not, have, it's not a, a worry. A box resizer as necessary. So this is really if you're gonna be uh, shipping odd shaped items. So you don't have to go out and buy this right now until you are, oh, wow, I'm shipping these weird shaped items. Uh, you don't really have to have it, but it is helpful, especially in Q4. Um, Boxes, you can recycle boxes when shipping to FBA. If you're doing merchant fulfilled, you need to use new, nondescript boxes and packaging. They can't say Walmart on them, they can't say Home Depot. They need to be just plain cardboard, or if it says like large or medium, that's fine. Um, For FBA, anything that doesn't have like oils, you know, just you can recycle your current (laughs) purchases from Amazon. I just recycled those uh, boxes. Packing packing material only approved dunnage like air pillows or craft paper is allowed no packing peanuts, so the reason is. These boxes are going on a a slew of conveyors and they don't want that that packing material to get those conveyors stuck because that's a very costly mistake. Packing tape tape gun heat gun if you the heat gun is really good for uh, removing clearance stickers you can also use a hair dryer if you don't want to buy a heat gun and a corrugated roll roll of cardboard for hard to pack items. So that's specifically for items that are just awkward to ship. You do not have to buy that right away. Tape, that kind of stuff. That would be what I would purchase. So for um, shipping, you can use UPS or FedEx. Um, So UPS is who I use for my FBA inventory. Make sure you're looking up your nearest UPS or FedEx drop-off locations, Once you're steady sending an inventory, look up the smart pickup services for either UPS or FedEx, and then make sure that you're creating relationships with all of your drivers. They are a part of your business. I like to hand out water and snacks during the summer or Q4. They go a long way with your drivers and customer service agents, thanking them for helping you build your business. So now you're like, all right, Jess, I went to the store, I got some items, I prepped it, and now I shipped it. And I'm like, for one, pat yourself on the back because that's a great goal. Now that you've shipped your first box, or that's for you know for FBA. Now you're going to ship your first merchant fulfilled items. So now that you have shipped it to the Amazon warehouse, we're going to talk about FBA specifically. um, You might be anxious to see your things go live. This is very exciting. I want to encourage you to keep going and not dwell on the inventory timing, okay? Amazon is notorious for long wait times. So just keep sourcing, keep adding brands to your approval list, keep learning the sales cycles of the stores around you, keep making goals that move your business forward. Um, And then as it comes in, then um, you'll see it start go live in your account. So let's talk about commingling. So commingling, um, so many items on Amazon do not require an FN SKU, fulfillment network SKU. These items qualify to be commingled and stickerless. I don't commingle any of my stuff. I want to put my label on all of my items or have my assistant do it because I don't know what the other people that are selling those items, the quality of the product. So. Um, That is the problem I used to do commingling in 2016. um, And I found that when I got some returns, I was like, this is definitely not my product. And the quality is that it was beauty specifically. While this may be a time savings by not labeling your items, it is a risk as other sellers items may be sent to your customers at a lesser quality product. So this is your risk to assess. And you can turn off commingling in your settings in Seller Central. Inventory placement services. Okay, when you're starting out and creating a shipment, you may notice that the items in your batch will go to many different warehouses. The reason that they do this is that Amazon has an algorithm that tells them where the item may potentially sell quickly in various parts of the country. So you have a few options. You can send your products to the various warehouses assigned by Amazon at the cost set by the carriers. This may start to eat up profits if only one or a few items go to a specific warehouse. You can also use inventory placement for Amazon to reroute your items through their shipping carrier for a small fee. So um, you can do this, but um, it may take longer for your items to go live and sell. So just, you know, it's either one or the other. For me, if I only have a few items um, for that's going to one warehouse, I'll wait. I'll just keep that batch open and wait to see if I can add stuff to to that batch and see if I can merge shipments together. So merchant fulfilling is different. So this is where you are shipping it from your location, your house, your warehouse, wherever you are. You might want to merchant fulfill your items and you can definitely do this. And you can also list them as both merchant fulfilled and FBA. So let's say I have some makeup brushes and I'm going to send 20 to FBA. Well, while it's waiting, while it's going through and getting shipped, I might list five as merchant fulfilled, try to sell some, while I'm waiting for the other ones to go live. You can have those two listings. Um, So I will typically do this on the weekend. If I get inventory Friday, I'd like to make a few sales over the weekend. I'll list them as merchant fulfilled. And then whatever doesn't sell, I can go and ship to the warehouses the following week. If you're not approved to sell hazmat items via FBA warehouse you may want to merchant fulfill them. Um, I do a lot of merchant fulfilling for beauty products, especially like nail polishes and dry shampoos um, because I can ship them ground from my house and I still get a lot of great sales. Make sure you set your shipping prices as appropriate to the items being shipped merchant fulfilled. We talked about this earlier, that you're going to want to set those merchant fulfilled shipping prices as appropriate. So if it is first class, then 4.99 dollars is a great price. You don't want to lose money on shipping. So make sure that you are setting that up. And what I always tell my new, my new sellers is list one and sell one. Don't list all 10, just sell one. And then make sure that your shipping template is correct. And then list the rest of them because then you can learn, right? We're all learning here. Try something new every day. All right, so now that you're armed with the tips for retail arbitrage, you can implement the steps in this training. Master the store nearest you, continuing mastering stores, and learning to stack the discounts. That is your homework. So now I wanna ask you if you wanna take your e-commerce business to the next Level, do you need to be inspired about the life that you're building? Are you looking to find what fulfills you? So e-commerce empowerment can give you the tools to build the life that you deserve. We are here to teach, inspire, and help you achieve fulfillment that we have found. So as I walk through my e-commerce business, I am finding things, products, services, brands that fulfill me, that bring me happiness every day. So e-commerce empowerment, are you ready selling on on, online and want to improve? Would you like to learn steps to grow several income streams? Would you like to learn about all of the various e-commerce platforms? Would you like peace of mind that experienced, seasoned, successful sellers will be available to answer your e-commerce questions promptly? So if you answered yes to any of these questions, then e-commerce empowerment is your answer. We want to help you. We wanna help you learn how to shop at various stores. So in our retail arbitrage training, we show you in our in-depth training, how to shop at the various stores. We're we're teaching you how to master those. We're teaching you how to sell on other platforms like eBay and Etsy, other platforms, Facebook marketplace. We are helping our e-commerce empowerment members increase their number of income streams through e-commerce. And so that's what we want to invite you to do today. So let me ask you a question because I know I've thrown a ton of information at you. What will you gain an acceptance to an exclusive community of over 390 other sellers who help each other out and support each other? 24/7 24 seven support from successful seven figure sellers. Have you ever dreamed about gaining access to those that have been down the path that you want to explore yourself. This is your chance, your opportunity of a lifetime. So what you will gain it's there's so much (laughs) really the monthly knowledge building classes. And we're going to go through what we've already produced since October of 2019. You'll get all of those historical courses, including all of the courses that we're planning every single month. Um, You'll get the plan of action templates. Those are for Amazon. So if you get a claim, you'll have the templates that have been trusted by the community and used by hundreds of sellers to get those complaints taken care of weekly learning unit so every single week we produce a learning unit to help support you on your e-commerce journey so it might be something about any of the platforms that we're exploring to help you grow your businesses amazon startup quick guide helping you start up your amazon business listing creation and optimization guide so listings and optimizing your listings is what sell your products, brands, or services. So we're teaching you how to create listings on the various platforms, as well as how to optimize them. Optimization is the key to selling. Customer response templates. So I've been in customer service since I was 16 years old. Whether I was working at a fast food place or I was working in a restaurant or I actually worked in customer complaints in quality assurance for pharmaceuticals. And I am giving you all of those response templates that you need to have a cordial response to the customer questions that you get. Um, Black Friday sourcing strategies. So as you should know, if you're brand new to the community, um, Q4, quarter four, the last three months of the year is when retail sells the most, right? That's our big, 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 big time of the year. So I'm helping you source those Black Friday sales. And really, that's that's a huge one. Merchant fulfillment, shipping templates. We have wholesale and drop ship supplier list. We have online store sourcing list. You get 24-7 support from successful seven-figure sellers. So the total value of our e-commerce program is $19,330. This is like your e commerce education. It's kind of like taking college courses. We're helping you become successful on all of these various platforms. So let's go ahead. I actually have it up. So we have this is our homepage, ecommerceempowerment.com. And then when you navigate to all courses, you'll see what's included. We do have individual courses that you can purchase, but the e-commerce empowerment mastermind group is the most bang for your buck. Um, So within e-commerce empowerment mastermind, you will get all of our courses. Um, So what we have, currently included. Um, and when you're watching this, you want to click through the website because there might be other things included. Um, every single month we have a new course or an amendment to a current course adding to the content. So you're going to get the selling replense on Amazon step by step course. That course is great for those people looking to sell replenishable products on Amazon, and really you can translate the methodology that we teach in that course to Walmart as well. Amazon Toy On Gating, Facebook Marketplace Selling. So if you're looking to sell on Facebook Marketplace, we have a course on that. Optimizing your Amazon listings. This is a great course for those that are going to be listing new new products, new bundles, new multi-packs. You want to be able to optimize your listing to get more customers to your products. We even offer credit repair resources. Some of us uh, you know, need those credit repair resources. We've added that. That is specific to e-commerce empowerment members. So some of these courses are not offered to the general public. These are only included in e-commerce empowerment. Goal setting, this is only included for an Amazon or e-commerce empowerment member. So if you're talking about setting those goals, those entrepreneur goals, there's e-commerce goals. We're going to help you with that. We're talking through that. We have our Etsy bootcamp customer response templates. Like I said, um, when you're answering those customer complaints or questions, you want to have some templates that you can save in your various platforms that can be plug and play. You just add your specific order ID or information repricing your listings on Amazon, so you're going to need some information on how to reprice to stay competitive on Amazon. Five best tax write-offs you can use to save up to 30% on taxes. So we have um, Kay Hall who is an e-commerce accountant, helping us save money on taxes, save, save on taxes. E-commerce accounting. So Vicki McKay is one of our e-commerce empowerment coaches. She is helping us with our accounting. Maybe you want to start selling uh, via a, a, an income stream via affiliate marketing. So maybe you want to start a blog. Maybe you want to start monetizing YouTube and using affiliate marketing links. We have resources for that. And within each course, you can click and see the curriculum of everything that is included in that specific course. Cause there might be several different lessons within each course, <laughs> it's a lot. It really is truly kind of like college or university. How to sell on walmart.com for beginners. So maybe you're looking to add income streams, right? Maybe you're on Amazon, maybe you're on Etsy but now you want to add Walmart. We're, we're teaching you how to get started selling on the Walmart platform how to publish a book on KDP for beginners. So maybe you want to be an author. We talked with Nathan Perkins, who is an author on KDP. And he talked through how he did it. Amazon 101. This has over 100 lessons. So feel free to click through that. There is a ton. I might just come back and do that. So let's do that. Um, We have making your first profit at TJ Maxx, Ross and Marshalls. We talk about Amazon meltables and talk through Keepa. So we have, you know, a couple of season when you're selling on Amazon, you can't sell meltables in the summer via the warehouses because they will melt. But how can I navigate that? Maybe you want to learn how to do wholesale. So we have Wholesale 101, how to find 101 wholesale contacts in less than one minute. We also have some runs already populated for you within that course. Amazon bundling, so everything you need to know. So maybe you want to create some of those bundles. That's a course that you will want to take. Now, if you're wanting to explore Etsy, Etsy is one of the unsung heroes. Etsy is a great platform to sell a multitude of products. So we have our full Etsy course. We have eRank training, we have case studies so much in that course as well we have resources in our tax unit specific to e-commerce empowerment we have resources about ebay selling specific to e-commerce empowerment mastermind members selling on craigslist and fiverr and mercari all of these resources are only specific to e-commerce empowerment mastermind members Now you might want to learn how to start outsourcing your business. You are the mastermind of your business. You need to have as much time as possible to you. Now you want to start delegating and outsourcing some of those low-level tasks so that you, the mastermind of your business, can start making even more money because you'll have time to make even more better buying decisions or expand onto another e-commerce Selling on Poshmark, that is specific learning on Poshmark, only for e-commerce empowerment mastermind members. We have a dual course on Facebook advertising, so beginner and advanced, that's only for e-commerce empowerment mastermind members. Now, maybe you want to do online arbitrage, how to source via online arbitrage for selling on Amazon. That's another course that you can take. Like I said, it's a full e-commerce system. Maybe you want to build print-on-demand income streams. So we're gonna talk about all of the different uh, e-commerce print-on-demand income streams that you can build. Like I said, we have the Retail Arbitrage Masterclass. We have basics and advanced. It's about four hours of training here so that you can really become a master of retail arbitrage. And now maybe you want to also have a Shopify store. So we have the basics of selling on Shopify, plus resources to start your Shopify business. Then maybe you want to learn some social media marketing because social media is a free way to market your products, brands, and services. So we are adding social media branding to the training. We have uh, various, we have grow your product, brand or service with social media. Let us help you optimize Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. So very, uh, a lot of different social media platforms. And then Q4 Domination on Amazon, selling on Amazon during Q4. That's their biggest selling time of the year. So that's what's included with your e-commerce empowerment mastermind membership. And like I said, you will get uh, all the courses, all of those courses, and then all of our future courses with your membership. So with that being said, if all this did was get you started building your e-commerce empire, would it be worth it? If all this did was inspire you to become your own boss, would it be worth it? If all this did was show you the blueprint to enable you to live your best life, would it be worth it? You have to remember, I've been doing this full time since 2016. That's five years where I've been able to be there for my kids. That's the point. I want to build my businesses, from home most of the time in my pajamas be able to take my kids to the bus stop go to all of their field trips and all summer I get to do what I want to do with my kids we get to go on hikes and go to the pool and do all these fun things because I am the boss you can see how it is a good deal at six thousand nine hundred ninety seven this is your e-commerce education um, but because you're special We have, right now, you can get started for just $997 or three monthly payments of $449. We have a 30-day money-back guarantee, no questions asked. Just go to ecommerceempowerment.com, click on all courses and sign up today. 30-day money-back guarantee. You can get this e-commerce education. You can do this. If I can do this, you can do this. In 2016, when I went full time, I was not even sober and I got sober and I built these different income streams and now I am prosperous. I want that for you too. Now you have two choices. You can do nothing, gain nothing, not take this leap of faith, which by the way is 100% risk free or you can make this small investment today compared to all of the value you get in return and just give it a shot it's 100% risk free 30 day money back guarantee ecommerceempowerment.com is where you can get started So lifetime membership, $997 today, never pay another penny, over $19,000 worth of resources, and we're growing. We're adding content every week. We're adding that new learning course every single month. So get started, ecommerceempowerment.com. We use Stripe and we use PayPal for our payment integration software. And join us. And the rest of the wonderful community that we have growing, we didn't have any crazy special training, yet we did it. This is something anyone can do. You have the power to create the life that you want. So join e-commerce empowerment and get started on your new life today. If you have any questions about how our e-commerce empowerment system works, if you have any questions about the private group, you can email us at ecommerceempowerment@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We'll be happy to answer your questions. So I hope that this was helpful. Happy selling.